It's time now for Super Psychologist, Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years. p.m. Central Time. And uh oh. Okay. I think that we lost the, my phone microphone there. So let me do that again in case that is what's going on. Um, welcome to Dr. Mary Carpell and your golden years right here on blogtalkradio.com and on drmaricarpell.com. And today is Sunday, February 21st, 2021. And I'm psychologist Dr. Mary Carpell, and I hope you're all staying safe wherever you are. And that my friends here in Texas are recovering from our Texas snowpocalypse. We were cut off at the end of our show last Sunday, just as this whole thing started. So more about that later. We're back, and what a difference a week makes. It's like 65 degrees outside and sunny. And Art Mendoza, the Complice Entertainment producer of this program, is here with us to make the show run smoothly as usual. And we have another great program in store for you this evening and another packed show. In a little while after the break, we'll be joined from right here in Austin, Texas, by Liz Deering and Ben Gibson, founders of the Uninc, to talk about their work helping dreamers following their dreams. And then later in the show, Austin musician Wayne Sutton will join us with some of his original music and a discussion of his life in music. Along the way, we'll also hear about another Mexico destination by the twins Ruben and Minerva in Bay of Banderas, Mexico. And I'll spend a few minutes discussing staying the course when times get a little rocky, like they've been recently. Throughout this program, we will have time to take your questions. So if you have any questions or comments for me or for my guests, please feel free to give a call. The toll-free number is 855-345-4720. That's 855-345-4720. Or you can email your questions to me, and I will read them on the air to my guests. And my email address is drmara, that's D-R-M-A-R-A, at drmarakarpel.com, D-R-M-A-R-A-K-A-R-P-E-L.com. And you can hear this evening's program again later this evening by going to my website and the link to the podcast along with any website links that we talk about on the program will be there later this evening. And you can also hear the podcast in as soon as five minutes after the show ends by going to blog talk radio, B-L-O-G talk radio.com slash your golden years. And you can also listen on Apple Podcasts after the show ends. And for, li- for information from previous programs and to listen to previous shows, go to my website, drmaricarpel.com, or go to blogtalkradio.com, Your Golden Years, or Apple Podcasts. And for future shows and upcoming events, be sure to follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mara Carpel, Your Golden Years. This evening's show was produ- is produced 
<laughs> not was, not yet. This evening's show is produced by Accomplice Entertainment, Postal Productions, and Psyched Up Productions. And we're going to take a brief break, so don't go anywhere because um, it'll be very brief. And when we come back, we'll be joined right here by Liz Deering and Ben Gibson of Uninked, helping dreamers follow their dreams. Super psychologist Dr. Mara Carpell will be back after words from our sponsors. Are you or a loved one a Medicare beneficiary? Help save you and Medicare money by stopping Medicare fraud. Fraud happens when Medicare is billed for services or supplies you never receive. There are three easy things you can do to fight fraud. Review your Medicare claims for accuracy, protect your personal information, and be on the lookout for suspicious activity. For more information or to report fraud, call Medicare at 1-800-MEDICARE or your local SHIP counselor at the Area Agency on Aging at 1-800-252-9240. Dr. Mara's book, The Passionate Life, Creating Vitality and Joy at Any Age, is now available on Kindle and in paperback at Amazon. Don't forget to listen to Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years live from Austin, Texas, every Sunday on blogtalkradio.com. All right, and we're back. If you're just joining us, this is Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years right here on blogtalkradio.com and on drmarakarpell.com. And now joining us on the phone from right here in Austin, Texas, we have Ben Gibson and Liz Deering, founders of Uninc. Are you there, guys? Can you hear me? Hey, Mara. Hey, Mara. Hey. Yeah, we're here. Okay, great. We were having a little microphone issue before. So just to, okay. just to let you know, there's a slight delay when we talk like this maybe about uh, a second. So just to keep that in mind. Okay. okay. Are you in a, a place where there's music playing? I, I, it sounds like you're What's at a party. Hey, <laughs> hey there. Yeah, so sorry about that. I'm uh, I'm here at a little coffee shop downtown. Let me get you a little closer. Uh, oh, quieter okay. Place. All right. Okay. <laughs> it's like, Wow. <laughs> Okay, so can you hear me all right? Yes. Okay, great. Ben, are you there yet? Are you there? <laughs> yeah, I'm still here. I'm here. I'm trying. Okay, I'm good. trying to move to a quieter place. Yeah. So, so welcome back, guys. Um, first of all, let me ask you, since you're here in Austin, how are you? How did you survive this snowpocalypse? <laughs> It was so crazy. It was a hell of a week. It sure was. <laughs> yeah. But you're doing all right. You have you. We're you both have okay. We're both. Yeah, we both are back to our places. We both have like power and water again. But yeah, six days of like total chaos. Yeah. Yeah. I just got my. Uh, just I think uh, I got my power and my water back just a couple like a day ago. So. Yeah, same. Well, we always had water, but we we just got our power back a day and a half ago, and uh, and we're boiling our water here. 
Yeah, same. Yeah, same. Lots of boiling water. Yeah. I don't have my hot water back yet, so I just took a very, very cold shower. I was like, I give oh, up. I, I need a shower. Oh, no, you don't have hot water. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I don't know why. I got to wait. I think that, you know, hot water is not exactly crisis level compared to some of my neighbors in my apartment complex, so I'm just trying to, like, hang in there till maintenance decides to uh, grace me with their presence. But I'm like, wow. <sighs> Because people have flooding and, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. So. Yeah, there is a lot of stuff going on. I'm I'm grateful that we're, you know, we're sort of getting back to somewhat normal over here. Definitely. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It started actually during last week's show. We got cut off right at the end of the show and the power went oh. down. And the heat. <laughs> and <it's cold>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I'm sure you're going to be back. (laughs) Yeah, trying to get my brain back to normal. So now, why don't we talk a little bit about, you know, for listeners who who haven't heard you before on this program, why don't we talk a little bit about the history of the Unink and some of the changes over the years? Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, Liz, go for it. You're much more eloquent than me. (laughs) Um, sure, I'll go for it. Um, well, we're actually in our sixth year with Unink, which seems so crazy wow. to me at this point. So Ben and I mm-hmm. have been building this business for six years. Um, we've always been focused on walking alongside first-time founders uh, when they first begin their businesses, so helping them navigate all the challenges and all the ups and downs of that beginning phase, which can last a while, you know, <laughs> years sometimes. Um, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. We went from, uh, you know, we went from running an in-person cohort program for the first four years to then going online with it in the fifth year um, and running it in as a collaboration in partnership with co-working spaces around the country. So mm-hmm. this last year, 2020, we got to really serve a lot more people and um, just find a lot of really awesome ways to reach outside of Austin. We've been able to, you know, work with partners and founders all over the country. Um, and then this year has just been, I don't know, kind of, um, I guess an evolution for us as we're trying to figure out the best way to grow the business. It's, it's, as I'm sure many people are having the same challenges, it's very hard to figure out how to grow a business in the middle of a, pandemic (laughs) right we've had lots of moments where we're like we're like are we making the right choices you know it's really hard to tell but all we can kind of do is follow our heart and follow what we really want to see in the world which is you know for thousands and thousands of people to really have the support they need to build their ventures and to be able to have that freedom you know to build their own life the way they want it so, so what sort of ventures are we talking about? Like what kind of businesses are, are the people who work with you um, starting? All different types. Um, um, you want to talk to that, Ben? Uh, sure, yeah. I, all different types. I think we're serving nonprofits, people who are building social impact ventures that are for-profit, uh, creatives that are just starting a freelance business of their own, um, all kinds of ventures. We got creative people who are in creative arts, creating installations for the public. Um, but I think for the most part, everyone we serve 
are all trying to do something good in the world. They all want to change the world. They all want to do something they're passionate about. So that's, uh, mm-hmm. I think that describes a wide, a wide range of people that we serve. Okay. All right. So, you know, Ben, as you know, I quoted you in my book or I wrote it, I paraphrased yes. you in my book. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe it. <laughs> that was from when you were on the program, like, I think it was when we first started this, at, when we switched from radio to internet. So it must have been seven years ago when you, wow. when you started Use oh, Illusion. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yep. seven years ago. Yeah, man. And uh, you had said at that time, um, following our dreams, we can change the world and bring joy to our communities. And on a personal level, it gives us a reason to get out of bed every day. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> it sounds like that that has been the mission of the two of you the whole time. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, it's a big... You know, it's it's a big deal in our program when we see people really connect with what their mission, their personal mission is in life. It's we love seeing it. Uh, entrepreneurs who may have like a early idea may not sure may not be sure how it's going to look in the world, but as they do it with us in our program, they really find um, they find a lot of passion for it. They get to experience it for the first time, building a business, and it's it's. It's really nice. It's a really nice experience getting to work with them. So now, you know, now that you've been doing this for a while, both of you, and and it sounds like you guys have really been living your passion and also observing other people that you're helping live their passion. Do you have any more thoughts about that on 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 why it's important to to follow your passion or live with passion? Liz definitely knows all about that. She's a pro. She's a professional. I think we both are. We're both pretty pretty, uh, obsessed with it. I think that for me it's it's like a matter of, I mean, how you best imagine, like, your life moving forward. Like, I think some people have put off their passion or put off the pursuit of something that they're really moved by because they tell themselves stories of, like, Oh, that's not practical, or oh, that's not what I should do. Um, but then, you know, we all eventually will, I think, at different points in our life, wake up to the fact that, like, we have things that we're uniquely gifted to do, uniquely meant to bring into the world. And if we're not doing those things, if we're not saying yes to those things that are talking to us, we will eventually have many more moments where it kind of comes back and says, Hey, how about now? You know? <laughs> so I feel like for us with our, with our business, with Unink and also with the people that we work with, we always do that. If you, if you pass up your own passion, it will come back and ask you again later, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it will come back and remind you, like, and there's been some lots of hard times that I've gone through in this business. And those are also reminders of, but really is this what you want to keep? focusing your life on and if that's the case then it's kind of a chance to recommit to it you know um uh-huh. Uh-huh. so yeah i think everybody you has know one or multiple yeah. things that they could be very passionate about um you know have you found um that cause this has been my experience but you know everybody's experience might be different 
Um, have you found that during difficult times, especially like right now and, you know, we're, we've been in a crisis for like a year um, or even personal crises, do you find that having your passion helps or do you find that it's, you know, more frustrating? (laughs) I, I think, I think for, let me see. This is an interesting question. I don't know. Maybe you can help me frame it a little better. Me and you have had this conversation many times. How I think Liz and I have gone through a lot of hard shit in the past years. (laughs) We've gone through a lot Uh of hard things trying to build our business. Like we've, you know, struggled, you know, trying to pay the electric. We struggled to pay rent. We've, it's always been a challenge for us to build this business. And it wasn't, it's not easy. It's still not easy. It's just, really challenging and that's why you know that's why we do what we do is to to walk alongside people who are doing that kind of work and it's I would say like me and Liz have this conversation like well you know it seems like we might be having a rough time now because of COVID or because of um or because of a a free you know blizzard but we've struggled we've struggled before and we can struggle again to get through this and it's like I don't know. That, that's kind of been my attitude. Liz, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think um, definitely seeing your own strength helps a lot, you know, in the present tense, if you mm-hmm. can look back and say, like, look what I look what I got through in the past. And, and having that, like, anchor that is the anchor point that is what you're passionate for and what you get excited by is, like, there's nothing like that. It's not even, you know – people can't give that to you. Like money doesn't do that. No possession does that. Like the feeling of like knowing that you're exactly where you're supposed to be and that you're working on Mm -hmm. what you're supposed to be. There's nothing that will ever feel that way. I don't think. And so for me, it's always been very rooting and anchoring to say like, I know, I know I'm supposed to be doing this and I'm just going to trust that somehow this will work out, even though every challenge is, it looks different, right? Like this last week sure looked different. It was like, wow, that's a new one. <laughs> like, yeah, a no new power, one. no, no, nothing. Like it's, it's below 32 in Texas. Never saw this coming in central Texas, but it, you know, like there's lots of moments like that, that I think that if you know, you're spending your energy and your focus on something that really matters to you, then you can kind of get through the hard stuff, you know? Yeah, there, I think mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a lot of people who are coasting by, you know, just like not really doing the, doing. They're just living the life that's been given to them, you know, or not really going off on their own to create their dreams or chase their their passions. And like I, I'm sure, like a the the COVID or COVID or a snowstorm knocking them off of their normal is is definitely challenging if you don't have like. Like what, like what Liz is saying, something to, to go back to, something to continuously work on. Um, so even even in the midst of snowstorms, of uh, power outages, and you know all everything, me and Liz always come back to this and want to keep on working on it. You know, keep working on, keep building it. We're we just love it so much. It gives us something to something to to love and to be passionate about you know i don't know mm-hmm. 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 yeah i i mean that's that's kind of been my experience but at the same time things like this sometimes you know make me feel like okay i need to take a break 
<laughs> right now I have to focus on yeah. I have to focus on survival. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean sometimes we do have to pause and work on survival. I think that's true. I mean mm-hmm. there's you definitely have to take care of yourself first. And I, I think that for me it's always a challenge of uh, like how do I get out of everybody else's narrative because my version of like take care of myself and continuing to follow my passion is going to look very different than other people. And like listening to other folks perspective can only get me so far. Sometimes it just takes me sideways to the point where I'm like doing what they would do, you know, instead of doing what I need to do. Mm -hmm. Right. That's challenging. I think we have to really find our own, like our own center, whatever that looks like that is both Mm -hmm. practical and also passionate. Yeah, it, I, I'm. You know, oh, sorry. Go on. Go on, Ben. No, so I, I was just, <laughs> I was just gonna say, you know, even in the, even in the snowstorm, like this past week, like I find myself without power. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> what do I do when I'm without power in my house, without water? Like, I can pick up a book on a topic that I'm interested in. You know, I can. Or I can make plans. I can dig into planning something that's going to, you know, I can do whenever the storm passes. But it's just how, that's, I guess that's what I'm pointing at whenever I talk. I don't want to be insensitive towards people who are, you know, suffering right now through a storm. But I, I guess I'm just saying, like, if you have something, some expression of who you are that you want to work on or a business, like, it's just really nice to have that element in your life, even through a COVID pandemic or uh, no storm. So, I agree. I agree. I mean, I think you know, and we've talked about this. I talked about it with you when I'm when I was on your podcast. That you know, having a passion is something that has gotten me through some of the roughest times in my life. Yeah. Even if I do sometimes have to take a break. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So sometimes you have to kind of take a break and and rest, but then you know coming having something to come back to. Mhm. Mhm. Absolutely. Yeah. So so how do you help um, other people? What is it that you do with uh, you know people who are starting out and following their dreams? Uh. Well. Um, well, you know, we start with the uninc. Since Liz and I started the Unink, we've been running programming, uh, you know, for mm-hmm. entrepreneurs, uh, we, where we bring in mentors and experts on different business topics, and we help them sort of think through what is their first business going to look like, what is this, uh, what is this venture going to look like, and in this experience with us, they get to build it and they get to launch it with other founders and have mentors talk to them about what they're doing. So. I mean, for years, we've just Mm -hmm. been helping entrepreneurs, you know, build the first version of what they're doing. And um, Mm -hmm. now it's evolved over the years. We've gone from an in-person program to now being all digital. So now we do all of our instruction online with mentors. And we actually are partnering with co-working spaces so that an entrepreneur can take our program. They can go through our experience digitally and also experience the co-working space that that that's in their um, area. So they have an office, they have, you know, printers, call rooms, meeting rooms, studios um, while they're taking our programming. So 
They get to go through our program, attend the co-working space, all for a super affordable, uh, accessible rate. Um, so it's, it's, that's a high level, I guess, if that made any sense. So Liz, if you want to spin off that. <laughs> no, that was a good description. Um, it's all very experiential, you know, like what Ben's saying. It's all about walking through this process with them. Um, you know, this is our sixth year, so our curriculum is pretty – refined at this point we're we're sh- we're sure about what works and why it works uh it's but it's really not about just the curriculum it's about them taking their own idea through these steps from you know what's the reason behind this all the way to what would the first version be and talking to people about it um and that mm-hmm. process is just very transformative for people because it takes them to a place of confidence and a place of knowing it also brings up questions, you know, we'll have teams go through that say like, man, maybe we're on the same page, you know, or we need to get more aligned or sometimes people will go through the program and realize I don't want to, I don't want to work on this venture. It's not the right idea. I want to do something different, you know? Um, uh-huh. So we're really big on helping people connect their ideas and their passions to the work they're doing and to find the way there that's, ma- that's manageable. Um, there's so many there's so much hype, I think, in our popular culture about tech tech businesses, right, being like the only thing that everyone talks about. And ultimately, right. there's so many types of ventures that people could be starting from, you know, filmmakers to folks that are, you know, teaching programming to folks that are, you know, working on products for kids or, you know, there's all different types of stuff out there that people want to create. And so we're we always get really excited to meet the new cohort every quarter and to see what they're working on. And um, it's just all different types of stuff that you would never even think of, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's a mm-hmm. great space for them to not, not have to fit into this super small mold of like a scalable tech business that's going to be sold and make a bunch of money. Like it, it's all about them creating something that they want to run, you know, something they want to run right. and, and do with their lives. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, it sounds great. I mean, ha- I know that in my experience, just having pe- like-minded people around, even if they're doing oh, yeah. something different, yeah. It helps so much. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just so, so, so almost impossible feeling to bring an idea to the world when you have no one around you who believes in you know what this what you're doing mm-hmm. it's just really hard and it's isol- it's an isolating experience um being passionate about something but having nobody around you who can you know resonate with you understand you be excited with you maybe show up with you like it's it's just a, a hard experience bringing a, an idea into the world uh, that you're really passionate about it's a very vulnerable experience and yeah, that's one of the cool things about our program is I see we see people that you know have never had the opportunity or had people be able to look at them and say you know we believe in what you're doing we see we see your potential you know and what that does that it's a it's, a, it's transformative for for people to be in that environment. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I can imagine that that, you know, that's really wonderful because I know that there's so many times where people have an idea and the people around them are like, well, how does that work? Yeah. You no, know, that doesn't, right? And, then, <laughs> and that, that yep. sort of like triggers your own 
self-doubt about it because mm-hmm. we're always like doubt. We're really good at doubting ourselves. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. That's great. People often say to us, like, oh, thank God this is a space I can talk about my idea, you know, till I'm blue in the face because I can't tell my friends or my family any more times. They don't want to hear it, you know, <laughs> anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we're like, yes, they go for it. That. <laughs> yeah, they always, yeah. the founders, like, having the space to talk about what they're doing is such a big deal. Like, it's hard to find people to, like, listen to, like, listen to you try to explain what you're doing and try to articulate what it is like it's hard to find spaces that let you do that and that's definitely what we hold Mm -hmm. we we try to stay really true to at the unique is holding that space for people to find those narratives about who they are and what they're passionate about what they're doing in the world so that's awesome that that's really that's a really powerful that's really powerful what you're doing um, so if there are listeners, you know, right now to this who are interested in, in getting on board with un, the Unink, um, what would be the best way to, for them to do that? I think there's two good ways they could get involved. One would be if they're interested in bringing their idea to life. They could be first-time, you know, business founders, it could be a side gig. It could be something they're trying to pivot because of COVID, et cetera. Uh, it doesn't matter uh-huh. as long as it's something something that they really want to focus on, a new version or a new idea. Um, our next cohort is going to start in late April. Um, and so mm-hmm. that's op- the applications are open for that on our website, which is at theuninc.com slash apply. Uninc is U-N-I-N-C. Okay. Okay. And yeah, mm-hmm. all you do is you and apply, then, and then you interview with me, and then uh, once you interview, we'll see if it's a good fit for you to be in, be in the program, and then we're selecting 10 founders from across the country, from all our co-working spaces, to, to participate with us um, this April. Okay. And then, right. and then um, the other way you could get involved is if you're interested in mentoring with us. Um, we're always looking for new mentors. Um, just yeah, really yeah. What we're looking for in mentors is folks that have have firsthand experience in entrepreneurship, maybe having their own business, or they work directly with entrepreneurs already. Um, that are really passionate about having those conversations and supporting people and coaching them. And um, yeah. if you want mm-hmm. a mentor, you can just jump into um, our website and apply there. It's also theunique.com/mentors. And you can just see kind of a list there of everybody that's mentored so far. And we've just got this, I guess, just amazing um, number of people that have brought their knowledge and their passion to our, to our cohorts. So yeah, our mentors, our mentors, okay. our mentors love being able to just share their new, new ideas with people who are just starting, uh, starting in the world, giving them their, their coaching them, mentoring them. Uh, they really enjoy being a part of that space with uh, these new entrepreneurs. Great. Great. So I'm going to post that information on my website post uh, about this show later tonight. So, um, so it'll be there so people can just click on it. Um, Thank you so much for, 
for being on the show. I'm glad we were able to, the show went on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you so much for having us. I'm so glad that you're back and to normal. Well, we're all glad to be and, back to some kind of normal. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and um, stay safe and let's stay in touch. Yeah, do it again. Do, yeah, thank you for having us, Mara. All right. You have a good evening. You too. You thank too. you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. We're going to take a brief break. Uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Please visit us on the web at www.drmaracarpel.com. All right. And we're back. That was quick. Uh, the quick break. So, um, yeah, I'm going to be posting that information tonight about the Unink, and it's it really is very powerful to have people um, around you who are really supportive of your ideas and even coming up with new ideas or helping you to tweak your the ideas that you have, um, and just being able to talk about it. That, that I think that they made that great point. And having a passion um, really gets you through these rough times. And um, I'm going to talk a little bit about the rough week that we had and some of the lessons I learned. And last week I was talking about forgiveness. And I think this is, I said I would continue about forgiveness, and I'm going to continue next week um, with that discussion about forgiveness between people. But I think this, is really a lesson in forgiveness for what is. Um, You know, if we're angry at the snow and the ice, we're not going to get very far. So we need to be able to be present with what is and to understand that this is what is. Uh, So... And so forgiveness for what is, is another word for surrender. And many times people think of surrender as just giving up. And in this context, that's not what it means. Surrender does not mean giving up. Surrender might be called what Tara Brack, the um, author and meditation teacher and therapist, speaker, um, she wrote a book called Radical Acceptance. So surrender would be uh, radical acceptance. And what radical acceptance is, is the understanding that this moment is exactly how how it is. Um, We can't change this moment. Going forward, we can make changes to make things better. But we can't do that unless we actually accept that this moment is what it is. And I spoke a little bit, or I wrote, I wrote an article, a blog that came out a couple of weeks ago about flexibility. And I think I, I spoke about it on the show a few weeks ago. Um, that flexibility along your path, whether you're following your passionate dream your passionate life or just flexibility in life altogether involves surrender. It means that sometimes you're going to come across obstacles that are going to, that are going to stop you in your tracks. This past week was an obstacle that just you in your tracks. You wasn't much you can do um, 
you know, the first few days, the roads were so bad, um, there was no way to drive anywhere. Um, there was no power. There was no heat. So most of the energy went into staying warm. And um, and if you're working on your passion or you're expecting to go to work that day, um, you're stopped. You're stopped in your tracks. So what can you do so that you don't just completely fall apart? I mean, it was difficult. People really struggled this week, and I don't want to downplay that at all. Um, My struggle was probably not as bad as other people. We all have different levels. But it was pretty cold and couldn't go anywhere to warm up for two days until um, we could navigate the roads, the ice on the roads a little bit. Um, very, very slowly to get to somewhere warm. And we were very lucky to have somewhere that we could go, to family that we could go to that had that power back on. But not everybody had that. And and I would imagine if we had stayed any longer, if we had nowhere to go, like many people didn't, it would get harder and harder to do anything. Um, By the second day, I could didn't really move very much because everything went into staying warm, uh, you know. And then, as I mentioned, that the show went off the air um, early last Sunday. We got cut off because that's when we lost our power. Um, later that night, it came on for about three hours, and then it was off and stayed off until uh, Thursday night or Thursday morning. Thursday morning, and. Um, it was in the single digits that night, so it was getting colder and colder. And by Tuesday morning, it was probably in the 40s inside the house, which is pretty difficult to manage. Um, so so what do you do? So the, the second day, Monday, um, while I was freezing, I found a spot of sunshine, and I sat in the sun to try to get warm and I followed it around thinking about um, how do I, how I had to just accept it. I, there wasn't anything I can do about it. So I could take the energy away from fighting against it, um, from feeling miserable um, and put that energy into just trying to stay warm. And I started feeling, I started practicing gratitude that I was grateful for that spot of sunlight that was shining in the window and warming me up. Um, I was trying to appreciate the beauty outside the window because it actually looked really pretty. If we had heat inside, it would have looked very nice looking outside. So I tried to really focus on that. And I tried to have a sense of humor about it as much as I could. And by that night, I got under a whole bunch of blankets in bed and warmed myself up and sat with my computer, which still had power in it. The battery was full. And I ended up typing out a blog about living in this in this situation. So 
you know, I was able to, and, and speaking of, you know, how your passion kind of helps you to get through the rough times when I was writing my blog and actually feeling creative in that moment, um, I kind of went into another zone where I was actually feeling pretty good. So having that passion um, got me through the difficulty. Um, And then we managed to find a place to stay where we were taken in, where we were able to be warm. And it wasn't, it was still difficult, but having gratitude that, that we had that, that we were able to do that. So, I think I'm going to end there because we have a packed show, but I think that that's the the first thing is really being able to accept, to have radical acceptance for what is, and then focus on what can I do now to help myself to feel better, to relax. I meditated a lot and I practiced imagining warmth (laughs) and, um, There'll be more because I plan on really focusing on on all of the gratitude and all of the positives that came out of the the moment because we have we can't we can't have these difficult times and not have something positive come out of it because then it's in vain. So that you know that's my focus all the time. How can I turn this into something positive in some way, some lesson? Um, all right. And on that note, we're going to go to a warm place. We're going to go to Mexico, and we're going to start with Art's song about Punta Mita, Mexico, and on the Bay of Banderas, and, and our interview with the twins in Bay of Banderas. Hola, Ruben and Minerva. Hola. How's everyone today? How's it going with the coronavirus? Oh, uh, well... It's more relaxed than the past month. Does it seem like it's getting better? Yes, everything is improving. Um, They have just changed the traffic light to orange, and restaurants and business will begin to close later. Okay, great. So last week we went to Kimikta. Where are you you taking us today? Mexico City. Okay. Mexico City was founded by the conquistadors in 1521 and today has a population of 21,700,000 in a city that is 573 square miles. The city is located in the mountains about 7,300 feet up with cool temperatures all year. You can follow the steps of the Aztec at Milde Brustok of Frida Kahlo, experience century-old tradition of the Day of Dead, and so much more in Mexico City, with international restaurants, museums, and other exciting sites. You will need to spend at least one whole week here. The Zocalo or Town Square suffered much damage when the 8.1 earthquake struck Mexico City in 1985 that could be filled as, as Corpus Christi, Texas, 
even parrots lost their way and ended up in the Rio Grande. Valley, they were are plentiful now. In the south of Mexico City, a network of canals waves through a series of man-made islands in Pachimilco, the so-called Venice of the New World. Wow, that all sounds wonderful. Stay safe, guys, and adios. Until Until next time. Adios. Just been born. The masters blow their warnings at the end of the horn. The clouds roll in with the coming storm. Fear is the enemy of all that is golden. The crushing boom of violence and the streets are on fire. They try to drown each other out just to preach to the choir. You cannot trust the thing that comes down the wire. From a distance, I watch it all unfolding. And at the end of all the searching, there's nothing to be found. It rings out like church bells And you never hear a sound And half a million years ago We started crawling towards the sun Somewhere it was decided That you must control someone You've got to conquer something To prove that you have won Anything on value at the bottom must be stolen. So you sail across the ocean just to see what you could find. You brought the seeds of sin to plant in their mind. Burning everything inside, leaving nothing behind. Fire up that engine. Keep that train a-rolling They rattle the cages You walk even in jump ground They're banging drums in your ears And you never hear a sound The thing it must be Done, but it won't be done by you. the walls around. All right, and we're back. If you're just joining us, this is Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years right here on blogtalkradio.com and on drmaracarpell.com. And we were just listening to the music of our next guest who's now joining us on the phone from right here in Austin, Texas, Wayne Sutton. Welcome, Wayne. Hey, thank you very much. How are you doing? I'm all right. Um, I just want to let you know when we talk like this, there's a slight delay. So it just kind of helps to keep that in mind. Um, Okay. How are you after this crazy week? 
I'm good. We were very fortunate to not lose power or water. Um, so uh, our neighbors, our neighbors did. So we were just trying to keep an eye on our neighbors, and you know, even having the power is pretty stressful. Thinking it was going to be gone at any point. So sure, <laughs> glad it's, glad it's over and the sun's out. Oh yeah, what a difference a couple of days makes, right? Yeah, that's what we were saying today. <laughs> from winter to summer in 24 hours. Right. <laughs> so thank you for joining us this evening. Um, you know, maybe you can start by telling us a little bit about your musical history. Uh, well, I've always been pretty obsessed with music. I think my earliest memory is playing piano at my great-grandmother's house. and just kind of thinking about, like, how the notes made me feel like very early mm-hmm. and that has never really gone away. So I've just kind of been obsessed with music my whole life. And I uh, started playing saxophone and guitar when I was about uh, around 11 or 12. Um, started playing in clubs when I was 16 and ended up touring all over America in my twenties and early thirties with a band called sister seven out of Austin. Um, I still uh-huh. play music with my partner from that band, Patrice Pike. And we put out an album last year, uh, right as the lockdown was starting. We were supposed to go to uh, Chile and play Lollapalooza. That was the mm. that was our first thing that got canceled. So it's been kind of a roller coaster wow. ever since. Sure, sure. Um, we just played one of your songs. Um, can you talk about that for a little bit? Yeah, the song Tone Deaf. I wrote. Um, I'm in a songwriting group. I've been doing that for about a year where I write a song every week. And that was the week of kind of the George Floyd big protest everywhere. But, you know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of glued to my TV set watching everything in Austin. And Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think, it. you know, it wasn't anything that I didn't know or already think. But I think just seeing uh, all my musician friends on social media, like the anger and sadness like really affected me. Mhm. Mhm. So I felt like I I just, you know, came out. It wasn't anything that consciously started the day that I was going to write about it. It just kind of started flowing out. Right. Right. Okay, so that's pretty powerful. Um It was. That was a, that was a powerful yep. moment. Yep. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. It still is. Mm-hmm. It's always powerful, but I think Absolutely. At that at that, you know, Spot in time that felt really powerful. Mhm. So, so what have you been doing over the past year now that you know things started getting canceled and you said it was a roller coaster ride? I mean, what what have you been able to do? Well, I did. I went to Trilingua, Texas, and recorded a new record. Um, mhm. Over the full the full moon at the end of July with my friend Bill Palmer, and we had kind of been talking about it, and it just. You know, I had a bunch of songs that just felt like it. I wanted to record and kind of mark the moment of the pandemic. I uh-huh. felt like a lot of the songs, yeah, I was writing the songs as I was living the same thing that we're all living. And I just felt like it was really important to record it, like, right now, so that I kind of have this moment right. in time to remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and luckily for me as a musician, I also teach school at a private school trinity episcopalian school and teach middle school music uh-huh and they they had hired me in april full-time for the first time so 
just been like really fortunate with that to have a, a good job that I love and get to teach kids about music. Yeah. Okay. So just right. staying busy. I was I was listening to you earlier talking about flexibility, and I think as a musician, that's uh, you know to have a musical career, you have to be flexible. Every you know, I think uh, I have to do a career day video a little later tonight for kids uh-huh. and trying to think about you know how how to explain to kids without making it <laughs> sound really rough <laughs> that the life uh-huh. of a musician is not is not all rock star and you know getting. What what they think of as musicians are whoever they're famous, you know, their favorite like stars and artist stars. Sure, and that's a very, <laughs> very, very small part of it. And to be a, a lifelong musician, you have to be flexible. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done lots of things, so mm-hmm. I've been really blessed to be able to teach and have a, a passion for it, and get to still do music and teach music and still have my focus in life be on music all the time. But it's yeah, it's difficult. It's fun. That's all the things. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I think I think following your passion, no matter what it is, it is difficult. It's not the it is slammer. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's more difficult to not do it. I think. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're going to play another one of the songs that you, you sent another song called Whiplash. Before we play it, can you tell us about it? Uh, it's my first single that came out. So I have a new record coming out um, at the end of March, and I released a song a couple of weeks ago, and it's just about, uh, I guess, the chaos of our world in general. <laughs> okay. you know, it seems like I, I, I released it. Uh, about two days after the insurrection happened, mm, and they okay. were talking about they were talking about in the paper that they thought that's what the song was about. But I had written a song a year before that, so I think it's kind of, you know, that's the way. I, I guess things feel kind of crazy with people in power all the time, and the world always feels a little bit chaotic. Right, right. Okay, so stick stay on the line because we'll come back for a couple more minutes after we play this song. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. All right, here we go with Lash. When I slide, teenage ride, and ambush hide, and stop beside, and it all seems to catch me from behind. Bones are breaking, hips are shaking, gamble's faking, no mistake, and getting darker as I follow the blind. The ice is cracking, dodge the track, kind of stacking, keep attacking, and it seems like they're coming from outside. Tears are frozen, clouds are swollen, grim devotion set in motion, and the judge says all objections are denied. And the man of many faces always leaves traces in every place he's been. And I should have started running, but I never saw it coming. Now I'm finding my way out of here again. Engine stalling, old men brawling, city sprawling, children calling. It's the mothers who stop and disappear. Clutch is slipping, clouds are tripping, scales are tipping, flag is ripping, and it's sold out by the auctioneer. 
secrets flowing, came on going, and the fighter sitting here is gonna fold. Captain's staring, boys swearing, queens are pairing, all declaring that these walls ain't ever gonna hold. And the man of many faces always leaves traces in every place he's been. And I should have started running, but I never saw it coming now. All right. That's another powerful song. (laughs) Yeah. Certainly for this moment in time. Yeah, I feel like that one is kind of an ongoing, you know, the world is, the world is pretty chaotic all the time. It could have been. Yes. (laughs) Written, written at any time. So, so, um, for listeners who want to hear your music and and um, and download your new um, music when it your new CD when it's done, um, what's the best ways that they can do that? They can find your music. They can find out about you. Maybe even watch you perform when things open up again. Um, how can uh, what's, what are the best ways? Well, to to get the music. Um, it's on, on Spotify and Apple Music and all those kind of various YouTube ways to download music. But uh, my Instagram and music Facebook page is uh, Wayne Sutton, at Wayne Sutton 27 and that kind of mm-hmm. gives updates. Um, and then also with my band Pike and Sutton, we have an album out. So that's, okay. There's lots of videos, lots of videos for Pike and Sutton with my partner Patrice Pike. And that would be on Facebook? Yes. But yeah. Okay. Facebook or Instagram or all the all the social media things I'm trying to figure out. Okay. I just <laughs> right. I, I so just like Wayne, the right songs and I'm like, oh, okay, I gotta I gotta do all this other stuff too. Yeah, to do the other uh, yeah, I understand. <laughs> I feel your pain. I'm sure, so, I'm sure you do. <laughs> so Wayne Sutton twenty seven would be the the name on Instagram and Facebook? Yes. I will um, post the link to those on my website post about this show later tonight. So if people didn't get to write it down, then they can just go to my Facebook, my um, website, and they can find that later tonight. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, and thank you so much for for being on the program. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. I enjoyed listening to it. All right. And good luck with the launch of your new CD. Thank you so much. All right. You take care now. Have a good evening. Okay, you too. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. So we've come to the end of another program. And before Art cuts us off the air, (laughs) let me let you know what's happening next week. Um, Next Sunday, February 28th, the last day of the month already, Jonathan J. Levine will join us from California to discuss transformative art, the magic that he creates with art, and his life of passion as an artist, writer, poet, photographer, and designer. And we'll have more. We always have more um, to be announced. 
And if you want to hear tonight's program again and read the information from this show and get the uh, links that we talked about, the website links on the program, um, go to my website, drmarakarpel.com, D-R-M-A-R-A-K-A-R-P-E-L.com, and the link to the podcast along with all of that information will be posted later tonight. Also, if you want to hear the program in as soon as five minutes from now, if you want to hear it again, go to blogtalkradio.com, B-L-O-G, talkradio.com, slash your golden years, and the podcast will go live in five minutes. And you can also listen on Apple Podcasts in about five minutes as well. And you can also hear all of the previous programs on my website, on Blog Talk Radio, and on Apple Podcasts. And be sure to follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mara Carpell, Your Golden Years. I have another blog coming out this week, and that will be posted there along with every other upcoming event. This evening's program was produced by Accomplice Entertainment, Postal Productions, and Psyched Up Productions. And special thanks to my guests, Liz Deering, Bed Gibson, Wayne Sutton, Minerva and Rubin in Bay of Bandadas. And of course, thank you to Art. Thank you all for listening. Have a peaceful night and inspiring week. And remember, youth has no age. Good night, everyone. Siren screams like it's just been born. The masters blow their warnings at the end of the horn. The clouds roll in with the coming storm. Fear is the enemy of all that is golden. The crushing boom of violence and the streets are on fire. They try to drown each other out Just to preach to the choir You cannot trust the thing That comes down the wire From a distance I watch it all unfolding And at the end of all the searching There's nothing to be found it rings out like church bells You never hear a sound And half a million years ago We started crawling towards the sun Somewhere it was decided That you must control someone You've got to conquer something To prove that you have won Anything on value at the bottom must be stolen. So you sail across the ocean just to see what you could find. You brought the seeds of sin to plant in their minds. Burning everything. Any guidance offered by Dr. Carpell is not intended to replace the advice of your own physician or mental health specialist. Neither Dr. Carpell, her sponsors, nor this station assumes responsibility for the misuse of any of the information given on this show. 